You're listening to the Fun Employment Radio Network. I don't know. It's just really confusing. It is. I mean, I don't understand. I want you to describe what you're confused about. <laughs> well, like, you know, I saw the picture and then I didn't really know how it worked. So I'm like, is this an actual other person that's out there? And they're like matched it up. It's like one of those face ID things where they're matching it up with somebody no. else. And then I'm like, oh, oh, no, it is. It's it's me. But I mean, it's really it was kind of confusing. And judging by the comments, I think I a lot of people you, are confused. I want you to like explain to me what you mean by confused. I think everybody <laughs> needs to know that. All right. I will explain it. I will explain <laughs> it here in a minute. Hello, everyone. This is Fun Employment Radio. I am Greg Nibbler here with Sarah Extillan. Thank you so much for tuning in today, wherever and however you listen. It is so fantastic that you do so. Of course, we are live here five days a week on the Fun Employment Radio Network, then available via podcast all over the internet, wherever podcasts can be found. And thank you for finding us. We have a lot to get to today, and I do want to say a sincere thank you to everybody who does tune into our show. Follow us on Twitter, Facebook, Instagram, all of those places. And if you are in the Portland area or will be in the Portland area on February 24th, which is a Saturday, then you can come join us. Come join another, us. Come hang out. Another edition of our live shows, which are called the Fun Employment Radio Experience. This time, what's going to be happening is the two parts to this day at the Landmark Saloon, 4847 Southeast Division, on Saturday, February 24th. The first part is the ticketed part, and tickets are on sale right now at funemploymentradio.com slash experience. Pick up your ticket to join us for a live podcast and movie commentary recording. Now, we're not going to say what movie it is, but we're going to say that you're going to enjoy it. So the it. podcast is the movie commentary. So yeah. It's happening at the same time. Yes. And so all of that is going to be happening on uh, on Saturday, February 24th. Which I am, so the, I'm very particularly excited about this one. So that's the ticketed side. And tickets are 10 bucks. You can pick them up right now. We've got our fine sponsor, which is Small Town Brewing with Not Your Mother's Iced Tea is going to be there. Uh, we're, this is the first time we've ever done something like this mm-hmm. as far as the recording. So it's going to be, I think it's going to be a lot of fun. It's something we've never done. So, yeah. I mean, if you've come to other events and you're like, what, you know, oh, I've, I've seen this, but see them do this before. We've never done anything like this. So, um, yeah. I'm pretty excited. This is a this is a new venture for us. So pick up your tickets now. Funemploymentradio.com slash experience. Like I said, it's only ten bucks. You'll hang out with us for a couple of hours where it'll be private in the bar. We'll have the bar to ourselves. And uh, and we'll watch we'll watch the movie together as Sarah and I provide commentary and some special guests may be joining along mm-hmm. as well. So all that's gonna be happening for that part of it. And then after that, we'll have bingo later on in the day. That's yes. open to the public. So the bar will open up to the public, and so everybody can join then. Uh, but yes, we would love to see everybody who can to come down to the ticketed part and join us for this. I think I think we're going to have a good time. We're all going to have a good time with this. And I think we will, too. So uh, pick up your tickets now, funemploymentradio.com slash experience. Yeah. All right, so something over the weekend happened, and... Um, there's, you've probably seen this if you have a Facebook account, you know, every now and then there'll be the newest thing that everybody craves that everybody has to do where you sign up for an account and says like, Oh, you know, what kind of Harry Potter character would you be? Or mm. All those ones. And the one that's going around right now is what would you look, look like as a woman or as a man, depending on which way you want to do as, it. Uh, separate from the gender that you identify as. Right. Yeah. And... Uh, I, I keep seeing, like, I don't usually do these things because I'm like, ah, no, I don't want to submit my profile to it. And I just, I don't care, but I'll look at everybody else's. But I decided to submit my my profile to to this one. And so <laughs> you, what you do is you put, you just sign up for it and then it takes one of your pictures. And then it's through Photoshop magic, which I realized afterward, it uh, 
transforms you into what you would look like potentially as the other gender. Yeah, and what you would look like is very loosely based. It's what the algorithm of this of this particular thing says that they think you would look like. Well, yeah. And for some people it worked out it worked out uh interesting. For others they got really hideous responses. And so I put this in, and actually Sarah did it first. I did it first. And, and so Sarah submitted it, and so it's just like a picture of you, and then they, yeah, because the I, algorithm, they render it how you would look like as I a also man. don't do these things a lot, but it was fascinating, because sometimes when you see someone like, what would you look like as this? Like, they barely, like, they'll put a mustache on somebody who's supposed to be, like, you know, from a woman to a man. Mm-hmm. But this one seemed like it was really, like, taking people's faces and kind of altering them and making them look as if they were the opposite gender. So uh, I'm like, all right, I'm kind of curious. I'm totally going to go do this. Yeah. And I did it. And I'm like, oh, I bet in my mind, in my mind, What did eye, you think was going to happen? I thought I would be a devastatingly handsome man. Like that would be like George Clooney would pop up I or something. I thought or... I was going to be like, oh, wow, well, check me out. Look at what an attractive man I would be. <laughs> I am the most hideous man that has ever existed. It was, I was shocked. People have compared to me, uh, compared me as a, as a uh, whiter, puffier Saddam Hussein. <laughs> Multiple people have said that I look like Saddam Hussein. A lot of people say that a cross between like Nixon and Reagan and Hussein. (laughs) Um, It is just uh, people have been telling me how they would buy a used car from me. Uh, I just look, I look creepy. Like I got some Sopranos references. I just am a creepy man. Yeah. I'm a creepy looking man. Yeah. I saw it. I'm like, oh my God, this is so, like I have to share it. So I ended up sharing mine and Greg had asked me about it. He's like, what is that thing? I'm like, Oh, well, you know, it's supposed to be like what you would look like as the opposite gender. And so I'm like, look at how terrible mine is. Ha ha yeah. ha. And for the most part, no, it's probably about 50 50. You know, like 75 25. Like it's terrible 75% of the time. Other times people look at it and it's mostly men changing to women that makes it, that looks a little bit better than women changing to men. Yeah. My... I have friends who have done it who have ended up like, um, like they have long hair, and as a man, it shows them as like a completely bald guy. Yeah, I know, <laughs> like like a creepy mustache. Or yeah, my friend Maureen uh, did it, and she said they turned me into a man with gray hair on the sides, and I cried myself to sleep. Uh, so <laughs> <laughs> it's uh, yeah, it, it just kind of depends on what it does. But so you did that, and you got the um, white Saddam Hussein is who you turned into. Yeah, I got white Saddam Hussein. Well, I Which did we'll it. Post a picture, and I I'll be honest, I didn't pay that much attention, so I didn't know how this thing worked. And I thought maybe I didn't realize it was actually doing some Photoshop to you. I thought maybe it was like matching you up with somebody yeah, else. Yeah, see, Greg doesn't understand how this works. He really thought well that because it was... and the the reason I'm thinking that uh-huh. is because the last craze was the one where you should take your picture and it matches you with a painting. So, oh yeah. So that's what I thought it was doing. It was just like mapping your face Mine and matching also, with somebody else. Now that you mentioned that, were a lot of puffy white men. What is it? What is going on? Now that you're bringing that up, that's a pattern. That's, that's a how the computers view you. I mean, that's just what oh, it is. The computers thought, are doing I'm that. I'm the one that was supposed to. I'm nicer to the computers and our future robot overlords mm-hmm. than you are. And they're like all like being like, "Oh, we love Greg and Sarah." Like, "Oh, you're a, you're a puffy middle aged white man." Hmm. I mean, there's nothing wrong with that. You know, Sarah, I don't know what you're implying with that, mm-hmm. but yes, it's it's true. You know, you are nicer to the computers, and I, I am fine with computers. I just believe that we need to keep them in check before they take over. So anyway, what happened with mine is I got it back, and I was looking at it, and I'm like, oh, wow. Okay, I... All right, I mean, now for... I don't know how to... This is, now I feel weird even saying it, and this is what I'm talking about at the beginning. Like, it's a strange... It makes me feel so weird... All right, for everyone Saying in the live this, chat, but... uh, I'm going to go ahead and post a picture of respectively 
uh, Man Greg and Lady Greg, and then Lady Sarah and Man Sarah. And we'll post these at funemploymentradio.com under this episode. So you can uh, you can see it there, too, if you're listening to the podcast. But if you're listening live, you'll get it right now. And I'm not um, saying, that, again, there's nothing wrong with middle-aged, puffy white men. I'm just not one of them. <laughs> and I would prefer to, like, not be continuously. Well, you wanted to know. I mean, this is how, you know, these are the two choices for All you. All right. So, Greg, let's let's talk about how you feel. I mean, <laughs> it was weird because... I didn't know that it was – I originally thought they were just matching me up with somebody else, and I was like, oh, my gosh, who's who, who's that woman? And, okay, God, now I – saying this out loud on the podcast is really making me uncomfortable. But I look pretty good as a woman. I mean, I'm just going to say I, I think I look pretty good in this picture. And I judging by the comments – I think there's a lot of people that agree with me because the first comment I got was from our friend Doug, who just said, I'd totally hit on you. And (laughs) the comments continued on. Our friend Lyle, Rar, Mikey, how you doing? Gabrielle, hot. I mean, just, just they keep on going down the list there of comments that people are posting. Well, what do you think is stranger? The fact that people think that you're attractive as a woman or the fact that you think you're attractive as a woman. I don't know. It makes me feel really awkward. I think it makes me feel really weird. That I'm, I mean, I don't know. I don't know how to feel about it. I'm so confused internally. Like, I feel, it feels wrong. It's like, you know, if I if I met this person, if this person wasn't me, like, if this is like alternate universe Greg, Gregetta, you know, or something like that, like, how would I feel about this? It's being comments in the live chat. Funemploymentradio.com slash live. Keelan is saying, Lady Greg looks like she won't stop talking. Lady Greg looks like a like some sort of like news anchor in Kansas City or something. Yeah, yeah. Lady Greg does have a news anchor kind she of She does look. have a news anchor. She does a lot of uh, in-depth reports on like water skiing, squirrels, and everything. <laughs> like, and she really wants to be taken seriously. Yeah, yeah. She's a hard worker. Look at her. Gregetta is a very hard worker. I'm calling her Gregetta now, I think. Is that what that is that what it should be for Lady Greg? Greg Gregetta, Gregetta, I think looks pretty good, and it makes me think. You know, I also have been watching a lot of uh, way too much sci-fi lately, and I've talked about this on the show. I'm I'm really into sci-fi right now, so it's like is maybe somewhere in an alternate universe there is a Gregetta, you know, who looks like this, who's living her life right now. Uh, Keelan's pointing out that Gregetta does a ton of man on the street interviews. <laughs> She's totally out there on the street, like pounding the pavement. Yeah. I don't know. I'm just trying to take the temperature, the, the climate of the people. I mean, it seems like people are, are agreeing that. Uh, so, ag- agreeing. Well, our friend Todd just said, I'd do taxes to you, which if you listen to the show, you know that he's not talking about taxes. That was probably the most uncomfortable comment that I saw of, of any of them. Um, I think the most uncomfortable comment of all is you posting a picture of yourself as a woman saying that you find yourself attractive. <laughs> I didn't say that. I know. Is that what I just said? Dang, I think I look better as a woman. Yeah, all I picture is you, like, doing the Silence of the Lambs dance, like, No! No, and I saw people posting about that. That's the first thing anyone thinks of, because <laughs> it's completely clear that is exactly what you're saying. Like, when no. we had the comedian on, and, and he was asking if you would have, you know, sexual relations with, the, with another version of yourself. Oh, yeah, who was that that was asking about that? I can't remember either. Somebody on the show. Steve Fernandez. Oh, okay. Yes, yes, yes. Yes. Yep, it was. Mm-hmm. And uh, where he was asking, I'm just like, oh, I don't know. But now, what do you, what do you? But think that's about? not me. That's Gregetta. 
That's different. That's that's Lady Greg. So I don't know. It's so ugh. it's really uncomfortable that I'm seeing it. And I realize now maybe I'm making everybody else uncomfortable too. Well, you are, especially if you're like talking about how attractive you find yourself. I'm just saying it's a good that does sound very yeah. Yeah, I'm realizing how that sounds. But I'm sorry, they did a good job with the algorithm. I mean, I don't know. Why are you staring at me? You're making me way more awkward about this than I need to be. You're making me feel so uncomfortable. You know, would would you date male Sarah? Okay, first of all, it's been pointed out that my male counterpart looks uh, like his name is Jerry, which is absolutely true. Nothing wrong with people named Jerry, but mine completely looks like a Jerry. Yeah. Um, I do not believe... I would date the male version of myself. <laughs> no, huh? No. You're saying no I'm, to Jerry. I'm saying that I don't think, I mean, first of all, like, Jerry is, is about, like, 30 years older than me. Like, Jerry clearly dyes his hair, like, dark. Yeah. Which is fine. Yeah. He, I'm sure he's a very nice guy. It, like, everyone goes between. Jerry like, has aged much harsher than you have. Yes. Jerry looks Comparatively. Super, and for, I the, for the age that you are. Which I will say. There is the thing where, like, the picture of me on the left before they turn me into Jerry is a good picture of me. And I think that with Jerry by my side, I look more attractive. And but some then, other... then, see, it's opposite for you. See, some... Because with Gregetta next to you, it makes you look less attractive. It does. It does. Well, you know, I'm not the uh, the lady version of this. I mean, Gregetta's all done up. But here, some some comments that are coming through. And again... You can see these pictures at funemploymentradio.com. We'll put this up on under this episode. Uh, Edward says, uh, man, man, Sarah looks like he'd be funny. Uh, John says, Jerry is a deacon at his church. He does look like a deacon. He definitely, definitely. Well, I thought that he looked like a nice man. And then people started saying, like, oh, Jerry looks like he, like, you know, like is creepy. And I'm like, but yeah. Jerry didn't seem like creepy to me. John also says, and he has a really neat model railroad in his basement. He does look like a railroad guy. He is a railroad guy. Definitely. Definitely. He definitely has one of those like corduroy like Budweiser hats. Uh, oh yeah, that he wears. Mm-hmm. Yeah, when he's down there playing with his trains. Yeah, no, but he likes to Man sit on Sarah. his couch and and watch football. Mm-hmm. The Packers are his team. The I think Packers, he kind of huh? reminds me of my uncle Peter, who passed away years ago. That's he kind of does remind. Oh my god, he does. Yeah, a little bit, but he didn't have dark hair like that or the creepy face. <laughs> but, yeah, but I think the demeanor of him reminds me of my uncle Peter. The demeanor that we've just made up. That we've made up. Okay. Yes. All right. Yeah. So would would you go on a date with Jerry? No, Greg. I would not go on a date with Jerry. Wow. But you see, I mean, ultimately, you're going to have a lot in common. Even if this is like alternate universe. I don't want to have it. I don't want to like, be with somebody who's exactly like, like me. Like alternate universe Oh, Sarah. my God. Which means like, how egomaniacal are you that you're like, oh, well, I I find myself in a lady form very attractive and I would totally date myself. No. So I could listen to myself talking all the time. No, I wouldn't because the personalities wouldn't match. Uh, that that wouldn't work out. If there was an alternate alternate universe, Greg. You know, Greg Etta out there. And no, because we'd be too similar, I don't think it would work. I don't think I could I could be around somebody that's quite uh, that similar to me. I think it would drive me crazy. Like, just because... you need to be the star of the show, and then Greg Etta, who's a slightly more attractive version of you, is an even... Oh, that's why you're intimidated by her. Intimidated by Greg Etta? I think you are, because you're like, oh, she's going to steal the show. Well, no, I'm just saying I don't know if I could... You know, I mean, I realize I know what goes on inside this head. And if I knew somebody else had that going on, too, that might be too much for me. I, I don't think I could handle that, knowing what else is going on in someone else's head. If they were, they were that similar to me, no. 
No, because I'd be like, oh, yeah, you're, you're kind of crazy, aren't you? And so that's what, where the issue would be. It wouldn't work out for me. I'd have too, too good of an idea of what's going on. I mean, like right now, like there's so many things I do that I don't even talk about on the show that I'd be thinking about that this other person would be doing. Like what? Um, oh, I like this. Uh, Let's open this box. I'm in, a, <laughs> I'm in a fight with Pizza Hut right now. That's one issue. So that's things like that. Wait, like, cause I'm, what? <laughs> you're, did you, I'm sorry, I don't think I heard you. Did you say you're in a fight with Pizza Hut? <laughs> yeah, I... What um, does that even mean? I've been, I'm on a Twitter DM. Oh, Greg, are you fight serious? Fight with Pizza Hut right now. What? Okay, why? What is, because why? What? What are you doing? I ordered a pizza. Oh my God. This was... Is this in, are you doing this publicly? No, it's, uh, no, thankfully, no, not publicly. I'm DMing. Oh, I might have posted something public to get their attention, to get them to follow me so I could DM them. Oh, because they oh, think you're, do they I think you're have... bot army or like real people? No, it has nothing to do with that. No, but to, in order to DM, you have to actually, follow I might have posted something publicly. Crap. I forgot about that. I need to delete that if I did. Anyway, so so I ordered pizza, you know, like a month, maybe this was probably a month and a half ago. And yes, I know I shouldn't order from Pizza Hut. I should do something else. But I, but I did. I like how you just automatically shame yourself. I am. I'm shaming myself it. because that way I know I'm going to get shamed. Why are you ordering that crap? Well, whatever. It you was can on eat sale. Whatever and, the fuck you and want. I to wanted eat. it. I was on sale, and I like theirs because I order. If I'm going to do my shame food at home, I'll order <gasps> a pepperoni like and I... sausage pizza, and then I'll get the buffalo uh, chicken strips to go with it. I stopped Boom. posting any of my food pictures it. because I post. I love I, it. I had those like really good the Hebrew National hot dogs, and I made like these little uh, creepy like hot dog mozzarella. Tomato things like this was a couple of years ago, and I posted a picture of it. And one of my healthy acquaintances was like, "Um, just so you know, you shouldn't be eating that because it's terrible." I'm like, mm. and then that got me off posting about food. See, you should live People in shame. So judgy. That's what I do. That's why, why would, I live why in do shame. You make somebody. Sh- it's not like I'm saying like, "Oh, I'm shooting up a, a bunch of heroin tonight." Woohoo! Yeah, yeah. It's like I'm sorry. I enjoy my Hebrew Nationals hot dogs. Yeah. Like maybe I don't approve of everything of your lifestyle, but I'm not sitting here and peeing on your parade. Well, that, no, that's why I live with, live in shame with my food. Mm-hmm. You know, I I scurry off to my room and I hide it. I don't let anybody know that I'm doing it, and then uh, and then I bury the evidence so that nobody can ever see what I've done, like the Cheetos. So anyway, I ordered this, and this was. Here's the deal: the pizza arrived. So they said it was going to be a half hour, and it arrived probably over an hour and a half afterward. And no joke, it was it was at least an hour and a half. No, and I'm trying to find your original post on the pizza. Maybe I deleted it. Maybe I was smart and I got rid of that. Because I had to post one to get their attention and then I could DM them. When do you think it was? Was it like a couple months ago? I'm not going to help you out. I'm not going to help you out with that. I, I, could, I could look back at my direct message history and I could tell you, but I'm not, I'm not going to do that either. Mm-hmm. So the pizza came. It was an hour, you know, an hour late. And I, I want to specify, I still tipped the guy throughout all this, even though... He was super rude when he showed up. Oh, boy. And when it was all said and done, I opened it up, and the pizza is cold. Like, not even lukewarm, it's cold. And so, you know, I'm not a rich man, but when I decide to order my pizza, you know, I want my want a hot. You want a hot pizza? I waited an hour and a half for this thing. I was was really hungry by the time. Oh, an hour and a half? I would be annoyed by that. Yeah, that's what I mean. An hour and a half, and then it was cold. So, I was... At the time, I was like, well, you know what? I'm not going to stand for this. I'm going to go to Twitter right now and see if I can resolve this. 
And so I got their attention, did and you, then they did you followed me. Go to like me. the main Pizza Hut one. Uh, yeah, yeah. You go to the main Pizza Hut one, and then I, I got them to follow me, so that way I could direct message them, and I let them know what was going on. And now I was unhappy about what had happened with my pizza. What did, What did you say about? Maybe I'd had a couple pizza. of beers when this happened. Wanted to say that maybe, maybe a couple of beers had occurred, and I was anyway. I wasn't mean. It seems like all of Pizza Hut's Twitter is just about uh, apologizing to people for their <laughs> shitty service. That's like all it is. I'm sorry to hear about that, Brittany. Brett, thanks for bringing that to our attention. Yeah. Yeah, okay. So here's some some comments um, that are coming in. So Keelan's saying, why the fuck would you tip for that? I know. I shouldn't have. I felt, I felt like it wasn't this guy's fault. The brood part did bother me. Man, that did bother me. Because I'm just like, you know what, even though you're late, and I didn't know the pizza was cold at that point, I was still going to tip. Because I'm like, well, that job is probably not that much fun. And I'm mm-hmm. sure he's dealing with a lot of crap right now. Ugh, yeah, I know I, I know what you mean. So, It's like every time I, um, like I try to be aggressive with a tip, like I went to, I'm, I'm just going to say this, since we're doing shame food, whatever. I had like a, a fatty fat weekend. I do not give a crap. And I went to Dairy Queen yesterday because I wanted a blizzard. And you know what? Sometimes you just want a blizzard. Yeah. But I did it. So I did. And I I tipped in advance. You know, and it's like a 12-year-old that works there. So I'm like, all right, well, here, I'm going to give her a tip because, you know, whatever. It sucks to be working in a drive-thru on a Sunday. And when she gave me back my order, she put it in a bag. And I didn't realize that she gave me the completely wrong order. Like Uh she had charged me for a different size and gave me like a teeny tiny like mini cup. Thing. Oh. And so I had to go back and then like argue with her about the fact that yes, she charged me for it and I had to get my new one and it was just yeah. and I'm like, why why did I tip? Why like and why am I tipping for a service that I hadn't even received yet? And then it's like uh-huh. I jinxed myself. Yeah. 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 Well, I mean, this guy So I went to Dairy Queen if that makes you feel better. Oh, it's fine. You but you didn't DM them on No, I, I did not. I went well, and took care of it myself. Anyway, the long story is uh as we I've been going back and forth with them. They wanted all the details, and then they were like, okay, well, you know what? We're going to give you a code for a free any size pizza that you want to make up for this because that's not how we want our customers to feel. And I was like, okay, you know what? All right. I'll accept that. That's, that's, that's good. Thank you. You know, that was customer service, and you're giving me a free pizza. I feel like the problem has been solved, and we're good to go. Now, it's not like I order this that often, so this was – this was about maybe a week and a half ago. I decided to use my coupon. I was like, you know what? I got a coupon sitting there on Twitter for me. Just begging to be used. Begging, begging to be used. Having a couple of people over. Why don't I cover the pizza? Let me just order my free pizza and we'll be good. So like, yeah, no problem, guys. No problem. I got it. And so I'm going through. I feel like you're in some really terrible commercial right now. Like, hey, no problem, friends. Hey, fellas. Pizza's on me. Yeah, come on over. And they all cheers you and they clink their, like, yeah. you know, anonymous beers. Beer mugs. Like, uh-huh. Exactly. Yeah. I was like, you know, I was going to be a hero, basically. And so I'm entering it in, like, what do you what do you want? What do you want on it? No problem. We'll get all this. The coupon is fine. And then I enter the coupon and it says $0. So I'm like, sweet. We got a free pizza coming. This is going to be awesome. We'll be good to go. And then I go to checkout. And I want to put in my delivery address, and it's for pickup only. And that was not okay. Because I was not going to go find out wherever this place was and go drive and pick it up. 
I mean, I'm an American. I had a DM code. I mean, I'm not going to do that. So, so <laughs> we ordered something else. Like, well, screw that. I'm just, I'm not going to order from them. And then I had to get back on Twitter and be like, so here's was the deal. Was this in public or in private? This was in private. And I wrote them again. And, I'm, and, I, and they, they didn't give me an answer. I was just like, well, why is my coupon not working? It said deliver, said pickup only. That's not what I thought we had come to an arrangement. I thought, like, with our back and forths this whole time. Yeah, and it's different. They sign their names, and it's all, it's clearly, I'm sure it's, like, college kids that are handling this. It's, it was, like, Amber and KT and, like, different names that were, that were signing it. Mm-hmm. Sorry to hear about your problems, Greg. Uh, let's see if we can solve it for you, Dash Katie. And it's probably, like, a 22-year-old girl talking to a 40-year-old man complaining about a pizza at pizza. So I feel real great about myself. <sighs> real good. You're just knocking it out of knocking park of life. Yeah. out of the park. Yeah, Brahim and Hanna says this is why the rest of the world hates us. Yeah. I mean, ultimately, though, I mean, what would you do? You, it was an hour and a half, and I got a cold pizza. I mean, it was kind of, uh, you know, I paid for one thing, and I didn't get it. I'm, I'm holding. Well, I mean, can't you just I'm call holding them corporations, and say that it was cold? I'm holding corporations to accountability. That's what I'm doing. By writing on Twitter. Yes. Couldn't you just call where you ordered the pizza from and be like, hey, I just got my pizza and it's super cold. I never call forever. anybody for pizza anymore. I just order only online. I find it's much easier. Oh, you just don't, don't want any human interaction? Yeah, I don't have to talk to anybody. Oh, and that's why you refuse to just do the grown-up thing and just call the place. You have to go to Twitter? Oh. Well, no, I could have. I didn't even know who to call, though. I don't know where it got ordered from. I suppose I could have looked at my order history that probably told me. Yeah. I don't know. I didn't think about that part of it. But then I was also worried I didn't want to get anybody in trouble, but I probably did. But they did do something wrong. See, this is the guilt that I had That going was like through. me with the Dairy Queen girl last night. Like her manager came out. They're like, uh, yeah, ma'am. So it looks like you're going to have to pay an extra $1.75 if you want the size that you're claiming that you needed. I'm like, listen, I don't buy Dairy Queen very often. And I want to get my size that that I paid mm-hmm. for. And they had to go through and, like, I had to go back and forth. I'm like, I'm arguing with, like, a 20-year-old over a mini size versus a small size of a blizzard. But the mini is, like, six ounces. It's nothing. If I'm if I'm committing, I want to at least, like, right. get a little bit. I'm not just going to. Well, if you paid for it, you paid for if it. If I paid for it, she was trying to convince me I didn't pay for it. And they didn't give me a receipt. So I'm like, look at my name. I'm Sarah. I just came through. I got all, like, halfway home. And I had to come back here. And they made it seem like it was my fault. But mm-hmm. in the end, talking to them person to person, Greg, it helped me solve my problem. Well, as of now, we still don't have a resolution oh. on what we're going to be doing about this. So I think the last thing it was, Amber or April or whatever her name was, was going to look into it for me and get back to me. Oh, are you waiting with bated breath? It's where we're at right now. Mm-hmm. So I'm having a bit of a thing. So to circle back around to would I date myself? No. No. Uh-uh. Because I would know what's going on in that head, and I, I would not. Greg Gatto doesn't that. seem like she would have Pizza Hut or Dairy Queen problems. Probably not. She looks like she has like a, a food processor and just eats a lot of kale. Yeah, how I would want to be. Mm-hmm. Yeah. And she's probably like you. Mm-hmm. Like no, she would probably like shame people. Yeah. Yeah. Because like since she is so like healthy. Yeah, probably. Because maybe that would be maybe what not you would shaming. be like. Mm, but maybe be, you'd be a little braggy, I think, if you were like super, like, oh, I just had my my lean chicken and and my beets. Uh, no, I wouldn't talk about that because I do go on kicks where I eat healthy and I don't talk about it. I'll I'll talk about going to the gym. I'm going to the gym today. Boom. A lucky gym people. Because I didn't get my pizza, so might as well do something. Anyway, wait. That's... So you never got the pizza? No, no. Oh. I no no. I never got the pizza. Oh. No, I'm still at a standoff 
with Pizza Hut on their direct message on Twitter. I mean, this is a month and a half and it's unresolved. You know, where's the outrage? Where are the people? Well, I haven't told anybody. And I don't really want to be known for that, but nonetheless. Yeah, it's not the platform you want. It's not really. Just the if weird I, guy who, The stand that I'm going to take. Who's arresting teenagers on Pizza Hut. Like, <laughs> I don't. All right. Repeat that isn't good enough. you got to bring it to my doorstep. <laughs> <laughs> oh, Greg. I appreciate your honesty. Oh, my God. I forgot about when I dressed as a man like years ago. Someone just posted that. That was pretty good. Pretty, pretty, pretty good. That was still when we were in the spare bedroom. Oh, my gosh. Mm-hmm. That was a long time ago. Yeah. All right. Years. Hello, my friends. My name is Sarah X. Dylan. Welcome to my world of crazy. Crazy. Um, I think we did this at one of the live shows. I'm not sure uh, about the Nutella thing, about the fist fights in yes. France over Nutella. Mm-hmm. So I think we did that at the landmark. Oh yeah, last yeah. Last time we mm-hmm. did. So I don't know. So if you didn't hear that recording, there was the story in Paris about how there was discounted Nutella and people were like elbowing each other and punching each other and you know climbing over each other to get this discounted Nutella, which was only like fifty percent off. Yeah. So it wasn't like it was for you know like five cents. It was still like three dollars. Right. Um, instead of five, but people were just it's like for punching Nutella each other. Too. I'm not that big of a Nutella person. I've never. Have you ever had it? I don't know. I mean, maybe. It's just it's like... It's the chocolate spread, right? Yeah, it's like a chocolate spread. There's different flavors, too. There's like hazelnut, right? Is there... Yeah, yeah, there I think is. I've had that one. I think it was good. I, I mean, just don't think about it. It's all right. I'm not really... It's like they use it instead of jam in a lot of situations. It's good in the middle of a, like a croissant, like a oh, Nutella-filled croissant. That's good, where you get to the middle and there's like a little bit of Nutella We don't eat it. those anymore, though, Greg. We eat healthy. Oh, okay. That's that's delicious, Greg. Yep. Anyway, no. So France loves Nutella. But it seems that another bargain has sent France into a frenzy as shoppers have once again worked themselves into a kerfuffle for a good deal. This time it was about discounted diapers. Oh. Well, I mean, I guess I don't really know what the normal price is. I mean, diapers are are pretty expensive. I know from, you know, friends and my sister that have had to borrow them. Plus you go through... Like, you never realize how many diapers babies go through. I don't think about it, ever. No, I guess we shouldn't associate, like, Nutella with how many diapers babies go through in a day. You're the one making the world of crazy is all you, sir. uh, A little while back, uh, the sale of reduced-priced Nutella sent hundreds of customers rushing for jars of the chocolate and hazelnut condiment, um, leading people to pull hair, hurl boxes, and elbow and punch each other. Well, just this past week, a supermarket chain slashed... Their diaper price to 70% off, and again, customers were unable to control their fury. And they fought each other to get their hands on the diapers in stores all across France. Again, this happened at the Mets store. I remember that because that's where the Nutella stuff happened. Maybe they should stop discounting things. I don't know. It sounds like they're selling a lot of stuff. Maybe it's not their, maybe just it's not their lot in life to have discounted products. It doesn't seem like they can handle it. Maybe they're just entertained by it. Well, the Mets uh, store manager said uh, it was horrible. It got out of control. Around 250 people were there when the shop opened just to buy the diapers. Women were fighting each other. We had to call law enforcement. The staff were overwhelmed. In one particular location, around 100 customers gathered in front of a store entrance at 8.30 a.m. where the manager claimed a computer error was preventing the doors from opening. So this is when people started to try and beat down the doors. 
After they were able to get the doors open, within 30 seconds there was nothing left on the diaper shelves. They had already cleaned them out. They can't physically open the doors? They said they were locked by a computer. Because if they're like automatic doors. Yeah, I guess. Yeah. It seems strange, but okay. Yeah, so um, people are very concerned about diapers and Nutella in France. I can't wait for South Park to get a hold of this. Oh, I know. Well, it has to be. So they, I can't believe they haven't done the Nutella one. I haven't seen well, the new South Park yet. Have. They probably have. Probably have. All right. Well, police in British Columbia have issued warnings for residents yet again. They're always. These are always like uh, problems for skiers, bikers, and joggers. What do you think this is? The bears. Nope. I don't know. Birds? Owls attacking people? Yes, owls! How do you make an owl sound? No, that's not, no. That's like a dove or something. Like that? There, that, now you're getting closer. No, that's no. a dying owl. But... Owl, can you do better? Do it. Hoo, hoo, hoo. Who? Looks like that. It does not. That just sounds like you. Who? 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 That sounds like you saying who. No, that's what it is. Like who did it? Who? 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 Yeah, that's an owl. That's pretty good. That is like the worst owl I've ever. heard. That's what they sound like. That is not what they sound like. It is. Try to find owl owl sounds. That's. My computer is is dead. My battery died. So. You're, you're on your own with that. I don't think we need to look it up, though, right now. I think, I think that maybe, we absolutely do, and I don't think that it's your time. Maybe you can continue on. No, I think that, here, I just found it right now. Yeah, if you speed up what I was doing, it's the same no, thing. No, you just sounded like, who, who, well, it's a different. There's different who. types of owls. Well, that's a, um, that's a basic owl. Oh, I don't listen to basic owls. Mm-hmm. All right. Anyway. To continue on, owls are swooping down from the skies and attacking joggers, bikers, and skiers. Oh, my. Police have documented at least three attacks happened over this past weekend. And what the fuck? What? What, what Sa- is it? Sawasen. How do you spell it? T-S-A-W-W-A-S-S-E-N. T-S-A-W-W-A-S-S-E-N. Exactly. Tawasin. Tawasin? It's two W's. Tawasin. Tawasin. Yeah. All right, after hearing your, like, owl impression, I'm not going to believe the way you pronounce anything. Yeah, Tawasin. Police in Tawasin, British Columbia, and Canada are issuing warnings to residents that owls are swooping from the skies and assaulting people. Police have documented at least three attacks that happened over the weekend when a man, the first one, was when a man reportedly heard a female jogger screaming... He went outside to investigate, saw the owls dive-bombing the woman, and then was attacked himself when they dive-bombed him not once but twice as he was trying to help her. Gosh, the people in Canada, amazing. The owls, assholes. Mm -hmm. Well, later that morning, a local resident and her teenage son were riding bikes when an owl flew onto the boy's helmet, latched onto it, and tried to take it. (laughs) Well, that's just funny. 
Well, a public affairs coordinator for Delta Police says in the statement, our officers reached out to the BC Conservation Office, and apparently this is not uncommon. Joggers, cyclists, and skiers are recommended to pick different routes for the time being if they find they are being attacked by owls. And it seems they should avoid wearing toques, which we all know are Canadian hats, or flashy headwear, which I guess is a helmet or a jaunty cap of some flashy sort. Flashy headwear? What is flashy says, headwear? Do not wear flashy headwear of traveling through the area. Yeah, what is what does that mean? Owl experts say that people's hair and headgear confuses the owls. Sometimes joggers or cyclists with ponytails or black fleece vests tend to be the targets, and oftentimes it's because okay, because owls are hunting black and gray squirrels. So I think it's a squirrel. They on your think head. that they think that your ponytail is a squirrel tail. <laughs> so a bouncing ponytail looks like a squirrel, and they don't see you know the 150 200 pounds below. They just see the hair, and they figure it's a squirrel, so they go after them. Whoa. It's a sign of having good hair. Yeah, if you're mistaken for a squirrel. Yeah. Got some squirrel hair. Uh-huh. Mm-hmm. All right. So there you go. So if you're in that, if you're in Tawasin, be aware of dive bombing owls. And finally, Ooh. what? Oh, no, stop. Ooh. That's pretty That's good. like the that laziest owl impression That's I've ever heard. That's what they heard. sound like. It does not. It sounds like you're just going, who, 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 who. That is awful. That isn't. That's how an owl sounds. Do a cow. Do a sheep. Can you do that one more time? It's real close to a goat, too. Well, speaking of goats, actually, you just gave me. You just yeah, we can. Best podcast. Speaking of goats, you just gave me a, a smooth transition to my to my next story. An Oregon resort prepping to open a new golf course says that players will be offered a truly unique experience when they are golfing. They can get goat caddies. Goat How does caddies. That work? Goat caddies. Well, this is the retreat and links at Sylvie's Ranch, or excuse me, Sylvie's Valley Ranch in Seneca, Oregon. Do you know where that is? No. Okay, I don't either. Uh, says that their new course, McVeigh's Gauntlet, ooh, is due to open later this year, and the resort is currently training goats to act as caddies for the golfers who decide to play on the course. I am not going to trust a goat with my expensive golf clubs. Not that I have them, but if I did have them, the I resort trust says the goat goats them. will be fitted with special backpack harnesses so they can carry clubs, tees, balls, and even beverages. All right, a goat carrying my beer around might be kind of interesting. Yeah. I mean, do you I think still it's don't okay trust for the it. goats? I, oh, I'm sure it's fine. It's not going to hurt the goat, but I just don't trust the goat not to wander off. Hmm. Well, I'm sure it's fenced in. I don't think it's going to get very far. Well, uh, kooky Sylvie's owner, Scott Campbell. Oh, I wonder if it's the actor, Scott Campbell. Who's, who's the actor, Scott Campbell? He was in Singles. <laughs> oh, of course. Yeah, he was the main, the main character in Singles. Oh, well, obviously I should know that. I'm pretty sure. Okay, we're going to look this up name. now also in real time? this in real time. Oh, maybe not. Campbell Scott was his name. Whoopsie-daisy. I got a mixed around. Okay. Okay. All right, uh, so Scott Campbell says, uh, we're taking the golf experience at Sylvie's Valley Ranch to a new level in 2018. Boo, boo, boo. We've been developing an unprecedented caddy training program with our head caddy, Bruce Lagote, To ensure that he and his goat team are ready for the opening of the gauntlet this summer, we're truly redefining both goat and golf operations at the ranch. 
Can you think of another course where its caddies were literally born, raised, and fully educated on property? All right, so they care for the goats. That's good. Uh, we'll give you a caddy who really knows the course and won't give you any bad advice. <laughs> we had a goat when I was a kid, and it was mean. I know you've talked about the mean it goat. It was a mean goat. It's weird when you bring that up all the time. I wanted All I wanted to do was be friends with him. I oh, just Mike says to be a friends. goat will eat your beer. They'll eat anything. Yeah, they will. That's true. They will eat anything. Tin cans, they'll eat all of it. Oh, God. He wouldn't be friends with me, though. He just, I, no matter how much, I would always try to bring him food. It's one of those all things where to do you're just trying to me. force the friendship, and you sometimes it's just not going to happen. Yeah. And you just sit there and like... Did he like your brother? No, I don't think so. He didn't like either of us. We weren't. We really just wanted to be friends. It's not like we were mean to the goat. That's like, like the saddest story. I just wanted to be friends grass. with him. You know, we bring him like tufts of grass and like whatever it was he was eating and just like hold out our hands trying to give him some and then he'd be like, <laughs> try to ram us. Mean goat. It's a touching story. All right, anyway, so if you have some money and you'd like to go golfing and have a golf caddy that's a goat, then uh, check out Sylvie's Valley Ranch coming this summer in 2018. Mm. All right, this rule's crazy. Crazy. Greg, I'm still creeped out about your picture, your lady picture of you. Yeah, it's a little unnerving. Mm-hmm. It is a little, I'm not going to lie, it's kind of unnerving. Is it unnerving because it's had you question things inside of yourself? I just, I don't like know. Like, how far what, would you go? I don't know what to think. I don't know what to think right now. Mm-hmm. It's very odd. But we'll post it at funemploymentradio.com. We sure will. You know what else, Sarah, though, I do want to remind everybody because yes. you know we have our show and we have, of course, wonderful sponsors that help us keep the show going. And one of those is Block Advisors from H&R Block. So H&R Block has been doing our taxes for a number of years. And we go to our guy, Gilbert, which we'll give you Gilbert's he number here. He is our guy. I like it. Yeah. yeah see, we'll, well, well, I can give you the number now and then we can come back to it. So it's 503-233-0447. Okay. And we'll give that number again here, too, in just a second. But uh, Block Advisors is a separate section of H&R Block that deals with a lot of small businesses. So since we're a small business, there's a, it's really important to get them done correctly. And there's a lot. It's incredibly complicated for a small business. You would not expect it to be that hard. It is hard. There's a lot that goes into the different tax regulations and the laws. And understanding and knowing all of that is a full-time job, which is why we have Gilbert. And so Gilbert at Block Association. And again, what was his number, Sarah? Uh, 503-233-0447. You can call and set up an appointment. But even if you're just a, um, you know, you want to get your own taxes done and want to make sure that you do them right and make sure you get all the tax breaks that you're supposed to get, Gilbert can handle that as well. So we highly suggest giving him a call or going to your uh, local H&R Block, he can handle your taxes from wherever you are, wherever you are in the country. Yeah, you don't and even I, have to be here in Oregon. Yeah, and I know a lot of people, though, who do uh, who do go to him, and which is which is great. A lot of people who listen to the show have been going down there, and that is awesome, and they have supported us. So Block Advisors, call them and, uh, and set that up. All right, I think we've probably yeah. done enough for today because— Well, we do need to actually get ready to do some of our tech stuff. <laughs> we do. Yeah. Um, but we have a lot tomorrow coming here on Fun Employment Radio. So we have a special guest tomorrow who's going to be joining us. And you longtime listeners will definitely know who he is. And it's been far too long since we've had him on. Mr. Rick Emerson shall be joining Fun Employment Radio tomorrow. One of our dearest friends, and we are so excited to have him back on. It's been a little while, and he has stories to tell. Yeah. Laughter to be had. We're super excited to have him back in. We actually hung out with him. Uh, if you follow us on Instagram, 
we hung out with him a little bit last week, and so he posted a picture on there. So, um, yeah, check that out, and then listen to us tomorrow, because it's we'll, going to be fun. And we'll also post the two pictures we were talking about on our Instagram page today as well. So we're trying to use that a lot more to help market the show, and we appreciate everybody who likes the pictures when we post those and shares things. Like, it really does go a long way for us, you know, talking about a small business and a podcast, you know, that helps tremendously when people share our posts or like things. So follow us on Instagram and pick up your tickets uh, for the experience. Yep. Funemploymentradio.com slash experience. So that's not this Saturday, but next Saturday. Saturday the 24th. Pick up your tickets to come hang out with us and uh, and we'll do the movie commentary. First time ever we've done it, so we'd love to have uh, a packed house for that. That would be great to see. And we can't tell you what it is, but It'll if be you fun. know us... You might be able to figure out who it is. I think they can probably figure it out. Your your post was not that. Uh, I was. It I know was approved. You thought it was real sly. It was approved by the sponsor. He's like that. That's hilarious. Put that. I'm like okay. So it's if fine. you've never Let's... seen, I'm not. I'm not saying anything. I'm saying, but you know, if you're excited to see a movie that you might not have seen, then maybe you'd want to see it with us. Or if you have seen it, some movies you can't see enough. Oh boy. Come on down and join us. Funemploymentradio.com slash experience. That would be awesome. And thank you, everybody, for tuning in to our show. We do greatly appreciate it. You are all wonderful people. Coming up, if you're a live subscriber, $6.99 a month, the first week is free. Oh, yep. wait. Mm-hmm. We do have two birthdays. Uh, we have birthdays because I, I made a mistake and did not uh, give a birthday shout-out, so we will have to get back to that. I will say this for those of you listening live, right after this show, we're going to be playing the newest episode of Portland at the Movies. Awesome. Portland at the Movies, which they did a movie. Let's see, they... Took the movie called. Is this the one about the Frozen Shelley? Assets <gasps> with Shelley Long in it? I have been wanting to listen to this one because Shelley Long is like one of my favorite actresses of all time, and apparently this is like one of the most terrible movies that has ever been made, like unnecessarily badly, like horrific. Well, and one of the things that Portland at the Movies does is they just find all kinds of different movies and films that were filmed in the general Portland area. And there's so many that you don't even realize happen. Some of them are great. Some of them are terrible. But the podcast is fun because they just talk about every aspect of it and kind of break it down and what was going on, what was being made with this. And it's it's a lot of fun to listen to it. So it's Todd and Mark and Brian, the Unipiper, who are all part of that show. And so you, they have a map that they create, too, at portlandatthemovies.com where they show the different locations of where these movies were filmed and, and different things like that. So if you're out and about in in the city and you're like, well, I want to go check out where this actually was, where this location was, there will be a map there to go along with it. So if you're a live subscriber, you get to hear this podcast before it's out publicly. So we'll play it right after this episode. A couple of birthdays that we do have. I know Tom wrote in and asked us to wish Monica a happy birthday. And oh. we it was supposed to be on Friday. Don't put away. It's a you. It's you. I forgot. It's Greg. And I didn't do it. Well, happy, happy, happy birthday, Monica. 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 We hope you have a lovely day. Happy birthday to you. Happy, happy birthday. birthday to you. Happy birthday to you. Happy birthday to you. On damn right. All right. And I know that we do have another birthday as well that I am going to pull up right now. Sorry, my computer died, so I'm doing it all on my phone, and I'm talking out loud while I do, and uh, look at this up in the... Sarah, can you... I'm trying look to... Look it up my... for me, look it up for me, as I'm doing this right now. I'm looking up things on my phone, I and I am singing from... because I have oh, no, there's to a... find it. But there's one for I this need upcoming Friday. Sarah to... Help me. 
And there's one right. we already wished. All right, no. Greg, stop singing, for the love of God. Looking. I don't think there is another one. Oh, no, his birthday's not till Friday. Yeah, it's oh, not till Friday. Man, That's... Paul, I am not going to wish you a happy birthday now. you got to wait a few days. Thanks for wasting Buddy. everybody's time, Greg. Did we wish Dustin a happy birthday? We sure did. Okay. That was on Friday. All right, I'm done. Uh, thanks, everybody. You're all wonderful people. Mm-hmm. Professionals. Who? Don't. Alright, we'll be back tomorrow with more Fun Employment Radio. Dagum. Mean goat. <laughs> You're listening to the Fun Employment Radio Network.